Dieting is not a way to improve your health. It is not meant to do that. It is meant to make you pay for something that, in many cases, doesn't help at all. Hi, hope you're well. This is PD at the Art of Self-Development. This podcast is for everyone interested in psychology or who wants to develop the most useful people and life skills for yourself and for the people around you. Diet is not a topic I would normally talk about. It is something that I would leave to the experts. And I do. The reason why I chose this topic is that I learned through experience from people who are smarter than me that dieting actually is not a difficult process. It is not complicated. And it doesn't need to be hard either. And there are different approaches to dieting. The easiest probably would be counting the calories. If you know what your body needs to survive, and you can add whatever calories you burn by exercise, by moving around, and then you count all the calories that you get from food per day, and you can do that calculation, it can be an interesting thing to see. If you do the math and make sure that you expend more energy than you take, you will lose weight as a general principle. So some people will give you this advice of counting all the calories. Not a bad idea. It'll help you become more aware of what you eat, how much of it you eat, and when, and what kinds of food you eat. All of it is a good thing. But it is not necessary. You see, over years and decades, dieting has become a huge business. And there are different approaches to dieting. Typically, the formula is, we will find a villain. We'll find something that's responsible for you gaining weight. It could be carbohydrates. It could be fat. It could be anything at all that we decide is the bad guy. And then you cut it out. And when you do that, when you cut out an important and significant part of your diet... You make a drastic change in what you eat. Your body will react dramatically by losing weight. So when that happens, you will think, this is actually working, and it's working really fast. And it is, in a way. The problem is, you made a change that is neither natural to your body, nor is it sustainable. It is not meant to be sustainable. That is the trick. Because when you do that, you start losing weight really fast. There will be a dramatic shift and it will really work as far as losing weight is concerned. But then it will slow down and stop. And over time, you will stop dieting because your body needs those carbs. It needs that fat. It needs whatever you've cut out completely. And then you'll be surprised how fast you'll get those pounds and those kilos back. It is well known that people who diet, they go on this roller coaster of going up and down fast as they diet and quit dieting. 
but over time, they almost invariably gain weight. And this is what I'm talking about. We're being sold something that looks like it's working, but in the end, it does not. What it's meant to do is get you hooked on their system. That'll make you feel like if you keep doing it, you're out of the woods. Well, the thing is, if you kept doing it, you might as well end up dying soon. Because it's not sustainable. The trick of all of these diets, and the reason why they sell so well, is that they make you think that the system works and you are the problem. Because you can't keep it up. So you buy into it, you quit, you buy into it again, quit again and repeat the cycle, occasionally switching between different kinds of diet, but always failing overall. All of these methods will tell you that your body is this complicated, sensitive instrument that needs to be perfectly tuned to lose weight and keep it. Well, that is not the case. If you just think about 30 or 50 years ago, how many people were obese or morbidly obese for that matter at that time? And how many people are now? That comparison is dramatic. Now, how many people all those decades ago were not obese because they were taking diets? Almost nobody. So something changed dramatically. And it's not what we're taught. The biggest reason is processed food. Most of what we eat today, for most of us, is not food per se. It's not food in its natural form. It's something we derive from food that we add a lot of stuff to, especially a lot of sugar. Now, the reason why there's so much sugar, and if you haven't done that, the next time you go to a supermarket or to your grocery store, check the content of sugar in everything that you regularly buy. There is a lot more in it than your body ever needs. And there is a reason for that. Sugar is highly addictive. The fact is even worse than it makes you fat per se, because it would be a one-off thing. And it's interesting and counterintuitive how sugar works, because you might think that when your body gets the sugar that it needs, then the craving for sugar will somehow shut off, as it would be logical to happen. And that is not what happens. Even if you're sitting at home all day, you're not doing any exercise, and you're stuffing your face, and you're drinking all the Coke, and all the sweets and chips, because there's a lot of sugar in salty things as well, all day. You won't feel you need less sugar because you have so much of it. You will crave it more. There is a whole science for food producers in how much sugar and also salt and fat and other things to put into a food to make it the most addictive. This is referred to as the bliss point that is different for all kinds of food. It's when you want to eat the most of the food in the shortest amount of time. And this is perfect 
for food producers. It is not at all perfect for us. And again, I'm not blaming companies for trying to make business within legal bounds. But this really calls for us being more educated in food and what different kinds of food do to us. Because the way it is now, almost no food is really healthy. And the unhealthiest food will be the most addictive. Because it's specifically engineered to literally make you addicted to it. Now, some people take drastic action when they learn about all of this. And they cut out all sugar completely. And it's not a bad idea to do that. But it is a little bit too drastic for most people, considering where they're at at the moment. There's another thing that I will propose that is much, much easier and works almost just as well. That is, you don't need to cut out all sugar. You don't need to count the calories. Although either one may be a good idea. What I will ask you to do is simply to cut out the foods that you already know are the unhealthiest. That you know are not essentially food at all. That is just sugar and something else. Most importantly, this would be sugary drinks. Coke. A regular Coke with all the sugar. You absolutely don't need that. That is one thing. The thing that you drink the most. The other thing is the thing that you eat on a regular basis. That again is mostly sugar. You can think of all those processed sweets that the supermarkets are full of. Now, this might look like a big sacrifice. And I will tell you it is not at all. And I'll tell you why. I've been addicted to sugar all my life, and I've loved it. I wouldn't ask you to do something that would limit the enjoyment in your life. Because I wouldn't do it either, and I haven't. The thing is, all the sweets and chocolate and stuff that we like to eat, I decided about a month ago to cut it out. Not completely, but just don't eat it daily. If I ever get something sweet now, I just give it back. The interesting thing is, I still like sweets, like a nice sweet Cadbury chocolate. But the difference is, I don't have the cravings that I had in the past. As in, if you put that chocolate on my desk, while I'm there, in an hour that chocolate would be long gone. There would be no way to prevent that. I literally was hooked on sweets. There was very little I could do about it. If that happens now, I can still enjoy the sweets. But I don't need them. I don't have the craving. So that I can have it on my desk, in plain sight, and it won't bother me at all. I won't think about it. I won't have to fight the urge to eat it. And that is quite a big step in becoming more in control of my own emotions. It's small, but not so small. 
the step to retake that part of personal responsibility and of enjoyment, knowing I'm free to do whatever I want. Not in theory, but in practice. It really makes a difference. In fact, the other thing is cutting out excessive sugar intake. It really opened up a whole new world of taste. Because now I appreciate every other food, especially normal, healthy, unprocessed food, that I wouldn't think tastes much at all. Now I'm uncovering all the different tastes that now came up because I'm not always hunting for sugar. And it can be any small thing. Just recently, I tasted, maybe for the first time, what coffee without sugar tastes like. And I'm not a coffee drinker. I just took a sip of my girlfriend's coffee. And I was surprised. Because a month ago, I would not be able to drink it. It would taste bitter and disgusting. But now I realized how good it actually tastes. There was a richness to it that I never knew was there. Because all I would do in the past is to put a ton of sugar in it and then just drink the liquid sugar. So this is another huge benefit that while you might think that you will miss out on stuff that tastes good, it actually does the opposite. It helps you appreciate more every other kind of food that is not processed and generally bad for you. The way we're actually supposed to taste food. So that was the big surprise. I thought giving up sugar would be super hard and it would make my life less fun or less interesting. It would make the taste less rich. And it totally did the opposite within weeks. There are many other benefits to cutting down sugar. And again, it doesn't need to be cutting it out completely. It's just about getting rid of the stuff that you eat and drink the most that is the unhealthiest. And again, I can still enjoy a good taste or a good piece of chocolate every now and then. But it will be a treat. It'll taste so much better. Just like everything else will taste better. I can still have a Diet Coke every now and then. But there's no reason to drink what's mostly sugar and water every day. It doesn't make any sense and it's counterproductive in every way. So this is the smallest thing that you can do with benefits on many fronts. It'll make you far less hungry. You won't crave food, especially bad food, nearly as much. You'll have more energy. Your energy level will be more balanced. It won't be going up and down. You can have a good, nice level of energy throughout your day. Your body will be healthier. You'll have less inflammations, very commonly caused by excessive sugar intake. You'll have more mental clarity. You'll get rid of one of the biggest addictions in your life, for most people. And you'll rediscover how delicious healthy food actually is. So that is it. Sugar 
in smaller amounts is perfectly fine. In bigger amounts, it is a drug. With all the bad things that come with drugs. So try this simple thing to do. If you drink Coke, like most of us, make sure it's a Diet Coke. It doesn't have sugar in it. And again, you might cut it out completely. Not a bad idea. But what I'm saying is you don't need to do that. If you have Coke without any sugar from time to time, when you feel like it, it's not a big deal. But what you'll find out is that cutting out artificial processed sweets completely is the best thing you can do. These things don't add anything to your life other than craving for more. Exactly what they are designed to do. Do that for a month. Then let me know how it worked for you. This is one of the smallest changes that you can make that'll impact your life in a big way. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Art of Self-Development. Remember that learning is a change of behavior. You can adjust your thoughts and your environment to better suit your goals. And it works best if you do it for other people's benefit. You can support this podcast by writing me a comment or suggestion at pdartofsd at gmail.com or just by telling your friends. Whatever you do today, leave the world a little better than you found it. Thank you.